everybody. Welcome to Improv FAQ at length. This is a series of longer conversations about improv topics that have lots of questions surrounding them. I'm James Quesada. And I'm Bob Wick. And this episode is going to be one of our show and tell episodes where we talk about shows that we've been a part of or developed and what we learned from them. And uh, for this episode, we're going to talk about a show that I ran um, like 10 years ago. Uh, I think it was summer. It was definitely 2010. And I believe we started running in the summer. It was called Theo's Comedy Night, which is uh, my bar prov uh, experience, um, a weekly show that we ran on Tuesdays for uh, a year. Um, so I'm excited to talk about. Yeah, I'm excited because I, I remember those. They're they really great. Actually, I think that's how me and you started clicking because we had something to talk about. Yeah. And you, I, we, we mentioned, uh, we just did the homeschool episode and we talked about how homeschool came to Theo's, uh, which is a big deal for me and uh, my co-host. Um, did you come, you came a few more times beyond that. Though. Oh, yeah. 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 I've been... I, I worked nights, so it was kind of hard to, to make it there. But whenever I was available on a Tuesday night, that was the place to be because nothing else was open. And, you yeah. know, it was going to be a good time. My friends are going to be there. So why wouldn't I, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, the story behind it is that uh, I discovered improv when I was in college at Eastern Michigan University. And uh, that's in Ypsilanti. Um, and, uh, I, I discovered uh, improv taking a class for improvisation and role play. It was mostly meant for like uh, teachers. Um, uh, it was part of the theater curriculum, but a lot of teachers would take it. And so, you know, it was a blend of improv uh, training and um, some more like practical and communication skills and, you know, group work and, and, and whatnot. Um, and uh, that's where I met Tommy Simon. Oh, for real? Yeah. And um, he, was, he was a graduate yeah. assistant for the class and uh, I loved it. And I thought Tommy was so funny. And at the end of it, this was in uh, end of 2009, um, Tommy uh, was told me about Go Comedy. And uh, Go Comedy is about like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour drive yeah. uh, away from, from Ipsy. There was no Pointless um, in Ann Arbor at that time. Um, and uh, I asked Tommy, like, where, where, where does improv happen? <laughs> I, like, where I, is I, the prov? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but he, he, t he took me out to, or uh, invited me out to go comedy. And um, I started making that trip once a week. But um, I was a broke college student. And um, so I couldn't really take classes. But I was going out on Wednesdays for the jam because I really wanted to play and just get my feet wet and see shows. And there was the most variety of stuff going on on Wednesdays, including an opportunity to get on stage. Um, but just going out there every week was like really wearing on me. Um, yeah. And so uh, my, my friend Alex Marr and I, who- oh, I was just yeah. about to ask, did you know him before improv? Did you know, how, how long have you known Alex? We, we met in college. I think we had uh, met maybe a year before yeah, I think I think a, a year before we were uh, we were in a fraternity together. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, which is also how I know Colin. Um, oh man! Roommate. And um, 
uh, Colin actually started improvising with us too. We we had a this is a little bit of a of a of a sub saga to the Theo's comedy night um, topic, but uh, me and Alex and uh, Colin and Tommy Simon uh, and our buddy Jordan uh, all started a group, uh, just a practice group out on in Ipsy um, because we were all students at Eastern. Um, and so we started getting together. Tommy was nice enough to hang out with us and teach us some things about improv. Uh, and um, then, then that was the group that I would, I would commute out every Wednesday with is like, the, those those four guys, Tommy would be coming from Detroit, um, and anybody else from Ipsy that I could get uh, to get in the car with me and just come hang out for the night uh, to see improv. Um, and and yeah, Colin was actually doing uh, some improv then too. But uh, eventually, you know, people kind of fell off of that, and uh, it just ended up being me and Alex that were really serious about trying to get better at improv and learn and go out every single Wednesday um, to, uh, to go comedy. And, um, like I said, we were getting, uh, kind of stretched thin on the, um, commute and yeah. we didn't have a lot of money for like gas or like the, the looming threat of, of the car, you know, having a, an issue from the, the regular drive. Um, and so we were like, why don't we try to do, uh, something out this way? We'll just put something together. And Alex is like a producer type, so I, 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 it must have been his idea to be like, "We'll just, we'll just, we'll just find a place and we'll do yeah. it ourselves." <laughs> um, and uh, we actually um, we went to go see a show at uh, there's these two places on the same street in Ipsy. Uh, Tower Inn restaurant and then Theo's and at Tower Inn we went to go see a comedy night that was like a weekly thing there and stand up uh, it was stand up and improv Um, oh really yeah 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 and actually the the team that played every week was the corner yeah I was to say was it the corner (laughs) yeah yep yep (laughs) fucking corner (laughs) Uh, it's uh, Tim K and uh, who who else is that Andy O Uh, oh god uh I can see all their faces, but yeah, I can't. <laughs> Were they around during like Inferno days? We should, we should, yeah, we should, yes. Uh, we should do yeah. a show with Tim about the corner because the corner. Oh man, we should get Tim, uh, PJ, and <laughs> and Garrett on to talk about the corner in in the Inferno days because I, I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah. Um. But so so the funny. Uh, kind of timing coincidence is that they, uh, the corner was running a weekly show at t- this place called tower Inn, and uh, me and Alex and a bunch of our friends uh, went to go see their show. We were like, there's improv in Ipsy. Like, let's, <laughs> let's go check it out. And, um, and then we found out that, that they decided they quit. <laughs> they, oh. they, or, they, or at least they, they discontinued the, the regular shows at, um, at the corner or sorry, at the tower in. Um, and we were like, ah, um, and so that two things happened is, is one, uh, we met Darnell Anderson, who, uh, is a oh, yeah. funny standup that was running the standup portion of that, uh, standup and improv show. Uh, and then we also were like, well, if there's no improv going on, maybe we can do it ourselves. And uh, Tower Inn didn't really have like a stage. They just had kind of like a corner that they were doing it in, in, in like the restaurant. And um, a couple of our friends worked at this bar called Theo's. Um, 
that had uh, like a dance floor at least. And and then they right. they uh, when we started doing shows there, they set us up with like those uh, uh, risers that look yeah. like just the top of cafeteria tables. <laughs> <laughs> like you know. they're always so sturdy oh <laughs> yeah six inches off the ground and just like <laughs> like they're like little trampolines man <laughs> yeah. um so yeah that 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 was basically the the thing behind it is, is that we were looking for a place to do uh some improv ourselves and um uh pairing up with with darnell uh and really just missing the corner doing their regular show uh led us to to team up and me and alex were, were planning to bring in improvisers and then Darnell was going to pour it over all of the um, stand-ups that he was uh, putting on, on the regular rotation right. and uh, start uh, moving things over to Theo's. So um, that was the be- the origins of it. Now, before you even get started, is there a conversation with like Theo's like, Hey, we want to do a comedy night. Like I imagine it's a, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours type situation. What was that kind of deal or? The the owners of Theo's were pretty cool, um, <laughs> so, like almost to a fault because they were the kind of place that that like I don't I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but they were the kind of place that was pretty lenient about whether or not they were IDing people and things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, um, and they're closed now. It's, they they uh, well then you can throw them. Up. I, 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 <laughs> I don't want to get anybody anybody in this closed establishment <laughs> in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I want to get the bouncer fired. <laughs> but but they, but they um they are uh, old school uh, Greeks uh, Greek in nationality and uh, yeah. also uh, um they just had a lot of friends and connections in the uh, Greek fraternity sorority community too. So they they were really friendly and open to like the each yeah. generation of um, students coming in. And yeah, Alex, uh, somebody worked there. Either Alex or Colin already worked there. We just, we just knew people uh, there. And so uh, the owners were fami- familiar with like our group of friends. And so they were pretty open to it. They, they wanted uh, different, tried different ways to get people in the door and just uh, having drinks, right. having fun. So um, yeah, it was a pretty easy deal to make, I guess. Yeah. And being in a college town, yeah. Trying to get, trying to get some kind of appeal on a Tuesday night without dropping your prices to uh, a quarter of beer is, <laughs> it's, oh, it's, you know. They did, and they did that too, yeah. All right, yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad I was working nights. I would have gotten in trouble. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, well, they didn't do it on Tuesdays. They did it on Mondays. That, like, they, they were, oh. again, they were trying different gimmicks every night, but yeah. Monday, Monday was um, $1.50 pitchers and uh, uh, maybe maybe quarter or 50 cent beers. Wow. <laughs> and, and actually, Bob, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go all over the place with this, but uh, again, funny <laughs> side story. Okay. Is that uh, $1.50 pitchers on Monday nights at Theo's was very popular. And eventually we got really sick of it at, because it was also very um, uh, just, it's a rough night for, for yeah. students. Um, and uh, so we started. Um, an, an event, uh, a get together on Monday nights as an alternative to going to dollar fifty pitcher nights. We started a group called the Buck Fifty Social Club uh, in college, and that was me and Colin and my friend Joe. Right. And then that's actually this is so fucking coincidental. But uh, the po- podcast Buck Fifty Social Club um, gets its name from that that gathering that we would have on Monday nights. Wow. The shit instead of going to get trash. like a 10 year old throwback. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so uh, Tuesday nights was the thing. Um, me and Alex uh, would uh, would would uh, try to bring in. That's how we also where we met Gary. Like uh, it was pretty exciting yeah. for us because we were, I mean, months into discovering improv, and um, so each time that like somebody new came uh, that we knew was like an established improviser, like yeah. you guys or uh, Gary who lived in uh, lives in Ann Arbor. Um, uh, you know, we would get people, uh, that, that were feeling the same way that we were about like, man, it's a pain in the ass to be driving out yeah. to Ferndale every, every week or multiple times a week. And, uh, so some people were, were really excited to, uh, have a closer alternative and some people, uh, like yourself would make the drive, um, in the opposite direction just to check yeah, it out. Just to see something different, you know, you got to mix it up. I don't get people who only watch improv in the same theater all the time without without moving or, or going especially like in a town like ours where we have like three really great theaters where you can just switch it up and see new things i mean a lot of us do play at the same theaters and you know so but there's there's yeah. people who who stick to one theater and you only get to see their style there so I why not like if you if you're curious about uh improv and you're really excited about it i i just don't know uh it's hard for me to imagine not like getting that itch to be like, what's going on in other places? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so, so yeah, we ran that show for a year and, um, it had kind of like your, your battle prov, uh, experience. It had like big, big ups and downs in terms yeah. of like feeling successful about, um, dragging people out to a bar to do improv and, and whatnot. <laughs> there, there were a couple nights where we like packed the house, um, it, which, which is like 70, people or so but it was yeah. for, for a space that had uh cleared out a good uh area to put a stage that was um a lot of people i think the capacity of the place is around 100 on a tuesday night that's pretty incredible man for real yeah um and then there were other nights where like literally you know we'd, we'd be the, literally the only people there um which was uh only a bummer if it happened like you know, a month in a row or something like that. But otherwise right. it's also like, that's the benefit of having the stand up and the improv is that um, you at least get people who aren't up there for the whole thing or doing the same thing. Yeah. It was a pretty supportive uh, group of friends. And I, I, I met some of the funniest standups that still are like some of my favorite people to uh, pay attention to on like social media. Uh, Harry Morose. I mean, Darnell uh, as a host. Yeah. Um, uh, Ricarlo, uh, Flanagan, uh, just like really, really funny people that, um, became part of the regular crew that, uh, gave me my, my biggest exposure to stand up as an area of the, uh, comedy community and, and kind of crossover with like theater and comedy and improv and all that. So let's talk about the show itself. As I remember it, it was short form stand-up long-form stand-up or do i get the or is that Ooh, that's a good question um i think you're right i we definitely did a short form jam right and i'm sure that we messed with the with the running order of things i don't think we always had we i think we kind of had it like a variety thing but um we would definitely do short form jam for anybody who signed up yeah. and then we would have a long form group which was um i if we could get a guest to come out we would get like homeschool to, to play. Um, and, uh, if not, then we would just have, um, like the regular crew, me and Alex and plus anybody else that was like 
uh, uh, standard or whatever, a um, little bit more experienced to um, play a long form set. And then we would do uh, stand up. So, uh, you know, Darnell, Darnell would, 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 uh, was a great host. And so would kind of like mix yeah. in up and also play some of the games. Um, so some of the standups would play the improv too. Uh, so it was a little bit of a blend, but yeah, I think that's the, the way it went. It's cool. Yeah. Um, promotions. So you're, you're past MySpace by now, so you couldn't use any <laughs> of my old tricks. <laughs> well, yeah, I think, I think it's guys like me that Facebook took away the option to blast invite with right. a, a button, everybody on your friend list. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I, I, I'm, that might've even changed like while we were, uh, in our year of running that show, <laughs> because I, I remember a friend of mine in uh, like a, a college friend getting mad at me or like sending me a direct message to just be like, stop fucking spamming me with your improv show. And I didn't know any better. Cause I like, I didn't, right? I didn't feel that well, to way. To me, it's like, how hard is it to delete an email or, or a message? Like, you know, no yeah. one, no one who's doing it is doing it to hurt you or yeah. maliciously <laughs> like I mean, you didn't I, put it on the improv show just to get that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I'm sure I got, I, you know, it caught him on a bad yeah. day or whatever, just getting under his skin. But, but like, but at the same time I was just like indiscriminately uh, in, inviting yeah. people. And, and I don't, what else, what else do you do? Um, I think maybe we did, uh, we would do like pop-up improv, um, a couple times throughout that year, uh, at, at events when we could, um, just, just do some improv and, see, and I remember, I just remember having a, a picture in my head of getting a big circle of people together, maybe during like, like freshman orientation or some kind of like, you know, job fair or something. Um, big circle of people together on the lawn and just doing like a circle up games in the middle in the round. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and then telling people to, to come check it out. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got my boss to come from Bed Bath and Beyond once, which is pretty funny. I got like a, a whole crew of, uh, of Bed Bath and Beyond people to come, and um, including the general manager. Which, like in retrospect, like he's a busy dude. Like, who, yeah, I, it just was. It was fun to, to have him out. Well, it's stories like that. Like, then why don't you invite everybody? You know. So it's it's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, because if I was like, no, 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 I don't want to bother him. Like he had a great time and yeah, yeah, you're right. Like people are looking for entertainment, like, and maybe because you, and no, because you guys were a newer crew, you're not going to be like TJ and Dave or anything, but sometimes the enjoyment is just seeing your friends get up there and do something that you had no idea they were into. So I, I get it, man. I don't know. I, I, but I also get why someone might be annoyed. Like, but then again, like that's what social media is for—to be social. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. I I think um, I it's uh it's like you said. I think the main thing is it's easy yeah. enough to ignore right these notifications. I guess there's more control over like what things you get pinged by. <laughs> But whatever. So, so, so I'm sorry. I took a, way too many laps on that. I guess like I've heard that <laughs> it has been said to me so many times. Like, God damn it. Bob, snow day. We know. We get it. Like, Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess, the next time I see that person, you're going to ask me, when's the next show? So. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. 
I mean, people people aren't like that about concerts. They're they're not like Jennifer yeah. Lopez is coming. I fucking get it. Like, um, <laughs> you know, they're just like passive, and you're like, you just ignore yeah. it. That's it, right? <laughs> you're either going or you're not, and you're right. either, you don't. That's it. I never yelled at a billboard like, I don't need my whole change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. The speed limit is seventy. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Uh, all, all in all, um, I, I'm, I think I'm glad that we just did it for a year. I, I think we were pretty burnt out by, by the end of it. And it is a lot of work. I just like booking. Oh, yeah. it, it was my first experience, um, uh, running a show of my own, uh, with the help of, uh, Alex and Darnell. What, are there anything you would have, any things you would have done differently or wish you had done more of? Um, I, I guess if I were to do it over, um, I can't remember if we, we, you know, we got a couple cool things to happen with like promo or whatever, like the school newspaper. Um, it <laughs> sounds so lame, but like, you know, we were in the EMU. No, that's your, that's who you're trying to get in the door. That's yeah. So students. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like a couple of press photos or whatever, but I think I would have just uh, sought those out more um, to try and I, I just would have been more creative with the, the way that we were um, uh, enticing people to come, to come see. And I think, I think going out and doing improv um, would have been probably the, the way to do it is like, cause we were very, excited about it um but uh you would think that we would be just as excited to be like yeah let's go to the you know the rec center or the um student center and just like do some improv and get people to ask us questions but like you said it's it's a little tough when i, I was only like six six months to 18 months into uh improvising over the course of it and so I, I probably also didn't have the confidence to be like all they got to do is see me improvise <laughs> ah, I, I don't think i don't think people who've been doing a hundred years to say that. Yeah. <laughs> wait till you see me improvise yeah 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 change your whole religion i don't know um, <laughs> um yeah i think i i i, I to, uh, to, to be honest i'm not i'm not uh I, I don't feel like I, 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 I left it all on the table really with this. That's show. awesome. I, I went out, uh, like we, me and Alex and Darnell really like, uh, especially Alex, because like as a, as a pair while we're doing Theo's and we're making our way out to, um, go comedy still once a week, you know, we didn't stop going. We, we just got to get, do Tuesdays and Wednesdays, um, in different cities. And, um, when we would go out to, go comedy Alex is super extroverted and social and easy easily talk people up so so I was happy to have him to follow him around and basically yeah. have him like ice break and, and be like yeah well, we're doing Theo's on Tuesdays and then you know I, I might uh jump into the conversation at that point but uh that would probably actually be the the, the thing that I would change is that like Alex aside I, I would I would find ways to um, be a little bit more proud or inviting uh, to people like go comedy and in the improv community you know I, I think I would have an easier time going to Eastern and, and kind of trying to get like students to come see or whatever but right. like, I should have been more comfortable um, in the improv community being like well there's your main your main group of people that are gonna be interested as improvisers right yeah yeah <laughs> 
but I was always. But I can I, see like being someone new to the community, like, oh, what you have is great, but have you? You want to come see my 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 thing? <laughs> I, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I get uh, it. And on the other hand, though, part of I think the reason that we picked Tuesdays is because Planet Ant was doing uh, Improv Mondays as they always do, mm-hmm. and then uh, Go Comedy was uh, dark on Monday and Tuesdays. Yeah. So Tuesday was a non-competitive slot for for those theaters. So we we didn't feel right. like we were. Um, pulling people away or, or, or of course or doing the, uh, the battle prop thing of like best comedy in town, baby. Oh man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, we've, t- so we've talked about my pop up. We talked about your pop up and I, I, I would guess there's a, there's students listening to this right now. Would you recommend that they do their own pop up? And what would you, what do you think, if, if yes, what do you think they gain from it? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, so much of our conversations are are with the disclaimer of like after COVID or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the post- oh, of course, yeah. Um, but even online, you 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 can put together your own thing, yeah. right? Um, so I think I think I think the answer is yes. Right, I I would strongly say the answer is yes that people should put together their own thing more. Um. And, uh, I, I also at the same time understand that like it take it takes a certain type of person, um, to kind of be scrappy and, uh, I don't know, just like be motivated to, to, uh, organize. Cause that, that is like the biggest trade off, right? Is that like when you find somebody else's thing, you get, you get the, uh, external organization and structure and, uh, rule set or, or whatever it is. Um, and, and when you put your own thing together, the big positive is that you get to do it on your own terms in your own way. And at the time that is best suited and most available for you. Um, but you do have to do all the work to it's organize all on your shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what was the second part of your question? Uh, um, what do you, what do you think you would, yeah. What, what, what do you get out of it? Um, I think you get a, a, a better sense of, what's possible um and uh you put uh, like i i learned to put less um uh, to put other opportunities on less of a pedestal or or like because i you know people are like auditions are coming around or i want to be in this team or that team or um chasing other opportunities and uh, i think that's a good thing but i think that that there's a slippery slope where people kind of get like big anxiety or like self-worth issues out of um, whether or not they get a chance at those opportunities and learning to create your own opportunities um, just uh, takes away from that negative. I I completely agree. Yes. Yeah. I mean, because when you already have your own thing going to do, to add on to it, you know, it's just, it seems easier, you know, in a way, because you're it's just more of the same compared to like, this is my one shot. I better not screw it up. Like that's so much pressure. And yeah. yeah. And I wish people would understand that. Like in general, like the theaters don't own improv. You're allowed to, <laughs> they taught it to you or you took classes there, but you're allowed to go do it wherever you want. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. And, 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 and I think it puts a different lens on like, what are you doing it for? Right. Right. Because there's like the validation of getting cast, which is nice, but right. like, 
you, the, the questions you have to ask yourself is like, well, what if you never get the opportunity you're looking for? Like, does, yeah. what do you do then? Do you still want to do improv? Do you still enjoy it? Like, is there still a different way for you to, like, what are your goals if you never get the external validation from some other entity, you know? And, and then the second thing is, what if you get all the opportunities? Right. Like, are you, like, um, are you, then are you going to be like, well, done? <laughs> uh, or what do you, what would your goals become then? You know? And again, I think that's a little bit that, that arc of like people who, um, really want to get better and, and are hungry for stage time and then they get an opportunity and then they kind of like slow down and it's like, well, maybe a big part of what they wanted was just the, the validation. Um, and then it's kind of like, oh, you cool off after that. But I think if you can find your own way to like have personal goals and keep pushing and challenging yourself, um, that you'll get everything that you're looking for and then keep growing. Um, no for as long as you're doing any of the things that you get, you know? Oh, I completely agree. Uh, and just to piggyback on that, I think from the, from people looking at from the outside, watching people like you and Alex do what you did. I've, I re, that's, I just remember the first thing I remember about you guys were, Oh, these guys can put something together. These guys, and, and they don't kind of just throw it together. They actually take the time to make sure it's a good show. That's why I kept on coming back. I, I could have just, I lived down the street from go. I could just went there whenever I wanted to. But what drove me to Ipsy was the fact that you guys got together, put a bunch of hungry people together to put on this great show, and it was really entertaining. And that's what improvisers want. That's what people want in general. And yeah. I think, I, so, I mean, as as someone who, I mean, as if you are a student and you want to try this, you know, and you don't think you have necessarily all the skills, find, find your Alex, you know, find a, the, the yin to your yang. Like, you know, maybe you're the organizer, but they're the outgoing person that can connect with people or vice versa. And then, you know, create your own thing and just do it as well. Cause it, it, people will notice, you know, you might not get the pat on the back you get when you pass an audition, but it's, it's still pretty fulfilling to like create something yourself and to make it and help it grow and be, you know, performing it and just, see what happens, you know? Yeah, totally. And I think that that's a, um, again, this kind of applies to, uh, improv and, and other things in, in life too, is, is that yeah. like, if you, if you create opportunities, there's a lot of gravity that comes with that. And, um, as opposed to kind of like sitting and waiting for the next opportunity to be, to be presented, um, it's, it's very rewarding obviously for yourself to create your own opportunities, but also like we created our own opportunity and we created opportunities for others. And that was really exciting um, to give people a, a jam or stage time for an up and coming troupe or a student group or whatever. And, um, and then people start to look at you as someone that can uh, create opportunities or that they want to work with because um, if there's an idea that there's a, there's a real possibility that it might come to life Right. if they work with you. Um, and so that's a big takeaway too, is, is just like, like you said, uh, getting, representing yourself as somebody that uh, can produce. Right. And, you know, as much of this thing of 
of ours is performance is also community and networking is part of that. So yeah. I mean, maybe you don't go through an official audition to become someone who, who's in charge of things, but if you create your own thing and people notice that you're, you know, you have that skill set, there you go. Life's audition. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, I, like, I don't think I would have met people like, uh, or, or I, I think that's how I met Gary. Um, I, I think I had heard of him because he's a coach and a teacher. Um, and, uh, somebody invited him out to, to Theo's and, and, um, it was so cool. I mean, like, like yeah. he totally blew us away as far as like, that's an improviser, you know, <laughs> and, and it was like a regular. <laughs> and, uh, I also got to be, to become like really good friends with him, uh, through that experience. And, uh, again, that's, that's like a way to find your people too, is, is like creating your own opportunities, um, and your own brand for doing it. Um, in, in a place that works for you is like, is like, okay, well, you're, you're more than likely going to find, uh, you're, you're going to find your people, your, your, uh, hive, um, when you, when you do that, because people who like the same sorts of things done in the same way are going to gravitate toward it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, if there's anything else that, um, like in terms of major takeaways uh, from it, for me. Um, but I think that, I think that really covers it. It's just, it's, it's, it's so, it's so much, you know, we talked uh, with battle prop about like having thick skin or we talked a little bit about it with Jamie too, that um, performing in a, in a bar also creates, um, uh, you get, you get a little bit more um, thick skinned uh, and uh yeah. You really have to like, and it's also a big challenge to like put your performance stage presence on. Um, and we definitely had nights when uh, there'd be <laughs> a group of guys in there to see the hockey game or something. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then we're like just a pile. So, but I, I love what you said in the battle prep episode about like, well, the the, the just do what you're there to do. And don't be combative with people who aren't into it because right. the house is on your side. If it really becomes an issue, the house is not an NHL sponsor. They're yeah. supporting your night, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, and honestly, it's that thing where, like we, we always try to punch up. And even if these group of guys are being jerks, you're the one who's on stage with the spotlight on you with the microphone. If you start getting crude and, you know, combative, you look like the you look like the dick. So it's a lose lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, uh, definitely one of the uh, best stretches of um, uh, improv for me. And I I, uh, awesome. I really reference it a, a lot, uh, especially because it, it gave me a lot of uh, again opportunity to get on stage. Um, and uh, yeah, again, just to I guess in summary, what you gain out of it is, is that like that, that honestly was one of the biggest growth periods for me. Um, yeah. Well, you have to, when you're putting something together, you get to see all the pieces. Mm. And I don't think as a student you get to, because you know, you don't get onto the stage until your student show. So the stage is just there. It's just a thing that's always been there. You never had to put it together yourself. You never had to fill the audience yourself. You never, you know, 
you know, print up tickets or, you know, make sure that the doors are open. <laughs> it's, yep. Yep. it's important. Yeah. All these little things you don't think about when you're just like, oh man, my one job tonight is just to say yes. And yeah. 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 And then it's that much more rewarding on top of having a good show. Absolutely. You're also like, and, and it's a show that, that I help build. So, um, yeah, yeah. added lots and lots of, um, rewarding things, uh, come up as long as you can deal with, with, uh, how, you know, the, the work and how, uh, lame it can be when it's not going well, the big, yeah. work, big peaks, um, big valleys or whatever. Um, okay. I think that, I think that covers it for Theo's comedy night. Um, I'm glad that we got to talk about it. Uh, we yeah, we've, definitely. we've uh, shared both of our uh, bar prov producing <laughs> uh, war stories. <laughs> um, Is that the name of the episode? War stories, war stories. James and Bob. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I know. I, I, I know. And I, I guess I, after the battle prov episode, episode two, I was, I was like, it, it's really, there's, there's so much fun to it. Everybody yes. uh, looks back at it like, Oh, groan. But um, I didn't, you know, you don't think about how the, shitty it is to be on those six-inch cafeteria risers or right. whatever. You're just doing it and having fun and, and just, like, uh, amazed and proud that it uh, came to fruition at all. So, Yeah, using a shop light as a spotlight with no filter, so you're blind the whole time. <laughs> flag behind you. Yeah. No music, no intro. Like, it's just... Hey everyone, we're starting. <laughs> totally, yeah. So so it's so awkward. <laughs> hey everyone, can yep. we turn off the jukebox really quick? We're gonna do some comedy for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Good talk. Uh, Always. And uh, I'm loving the show and tell series. So I'm. I'm Me too. Um, <laughs> uh, unpacking uh, the other shows that we've done uh, in future episodes, man. Definitely, definitely. Fun stuff. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, uh, subscribe on YouTube. Um, we are also a podcast on Gabber Media. You can find us on anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, we are releasing episodes in batches. Um, so, uh, Bob, where are we at with uh, how many do we have out there? 20 as of this recording. Possibly more by the time this goes up. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think we have more like 40 episodes, um, including the ones that haven't been released yet. Uh, so we're just trying to catch up with ourselves, but you can find the most current content on YouTube and you can find um, uh, a, a shortened version of each episode on Facebook. And um, you can also find the first 20 episodes on podcasts and uh, eventually those will be lined up with each other. But um if you have any suggestions for topics or guests, you can also send us an email at improvfaq at gmail, um, or you can hit us up on those social media platforms. Thanks so much for joining, and we'll catch you next time on Improv FAQ at length. Bye. Bye.